Welcome to BP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm your host, Bill Purvis, and today is going to be a great day because I've got one of the most outstanding young men I've ever known. He also has been running BPL for the past three years, and he's going to be my guest today as we get started because I think you need to know the faces behind what makes all this happen. He's a millennial. He's going to show you some ideas and give you some insights and ask some very good questions. He's hungry for leadership. His name is Hunter Patchen. I've known Hunter since he was a young child, and I've watched him grow up, and I've watched him continue to grow both mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and he has certainly grown in leadership. And today we're going to talk about some things in our podcast about how BPL began, how we started one day with one leader at a little Burger King and how it grew to where it is today, and also the story of the church that I pastored now for 36 years and how it began from 32 people on its Easter to the last Easter I left with 10,500 people and how that God blessed that and what we learned along the way and how fun the journey had been. And so today, Hunter and I are just going to have a great conversation. I can't wait to get started. One of my biggest questions that I want to ask you is, uh-huh. I want to know, where did it all begin? Like, yeah. when did when did Bill Purvis become the guy that everybody came to for leadership advice? Yeah, yeah. Crazy thing about that was, I as I always had kind of a little bit of a gift of leadership. I didn't know that, but as a child, you know, I'd go out in the playground and all my friends would say, "Let's go play on the seesaw," and I'd say, "Okay, y'all go ahead. I'm going to the slide." <laughs> then I'd go to the slide, and then they'd all show up there, <laughs> well, and I'd think, followed. "Well, I thought y'all were going to the seesaw," mm-hmm. and wherever I went, they were there. And, then other people would recognize that, that. I had the ability somehow to make people feel better, to encourage people, and so they, they were attracted to that. I, so I, I knew I had that then, but I didn't know how to use it or utilize it. Uh, years later, I was blessed with John Maxwell, who was my mentor, really, that he he began to teach leadership. Oh, this was a long time ago. I was probably 26 years old. And I first heard some of his stuff. And I, I, for the first time, I felt normal because in ministry, I was in ministry at the time then. In ministry, it was hard to be a leader because if you made decisions and you had to sometimes make tough calls, people thought that was unmerciful and unchristian. And, um, and so I wasn't comfortable. Well, then when I, when I met Maxwell and learned that leadership was a gift, I began to say, okay, now I can just fall into my gifting and do what I do. And then I started reading, and I read, of course, A.O. Williams' book, mm-hmm. All You Can Do Is All You Can Do, But All You Can Do Is Enough. That was a first book on leadership I ever read. Those things kind of challenged me. And then I'd be teaching it and slip out. You know, if I'd be speaking somewhere, I would just say, here's the best way to make that decision, or here's what I would do in that situation. And people would listen. And one day, a guy who worked at a bank, who's a vice president of a bank, called me and said, could I meet with you once a week for lunch? So he and I started meeting at the Burger King. Mm-hmm. And we met once a week, and and I would just share with him leadership things. Then he would like it so well, he went and got his friends. Before you knew it, we had we literally packed out the Burger King every week. <laughs> we had to go to another restaurant, and then another. Ultimately, I moved to teaching it, where we recorded it, and we made it go out further and expanded with it. But it all began from that one guy who said to me, will you teach me some things to help me to be a better leader? And I was growing as he was growing. I I didn't have all the answers. I look back now and say, I'm I'm surprised he made it where he did with some of the answers I probably gave him. (laughs) But But I found out leadership's one of those things that, Hunter, when you get into it, there's so much to learn. And there's something what I where I benefit is that it works. There's results. 
it's not like just doing something and wasting time. It's doing something and getting a result. Yeah. So that's what, to me, got me started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the cool thing, too, is because it was growing, it wasn't like you were just teaching them a bunch of stuff that they said, oh, man, this is awesome. I'm going to take yeah. it back and use it. You weren't just giving them good ideas. You were also proving it and showing it yeah. in your own personal journey with Cascade with the church. Oh, yeah. Would yeah. you uh, tell me a little bit about Cascade Hills and where it was when you started and yeah. the transformation it's, it's had over the years to get to where it is now? Oh, that's, it's been one of the most amazing stories. Yeah. And and truth is, if I had heard this story from the outside, I would be wowed and saying, I, I, man, I wish I was a part of it. When I'm in the inside of it, looking out, I say, I can't believe I get to be a part of this story. Mm-hmm. Cascade Hills was the smallest church in all of this area. We had 32 people. It was an Easter Sunday when we first came. They didn't have any money they could pay me, so there was no salary. There was nothing but 32 wonderful senior adults <laughs> who had been discouraged and, uh, and, and wanted their church not to close up. So they went and hired the youngest, cheapest pastor they could find, <laughs> and that was me. And so uh, when I came in, I started reading and growing and praying and and just pouring everything I had into it. I didn't look around, but I began to notice that that we were always having to make changes. And then I realized we're no longer 32. Now we're 50. Now we're 60. Now we're 80. Now we're 100. And then we started breaking the barriers, 200, 500, 1,000, 1,500. And we began to grow so much that since 2015, we baptized a new believer every single day of the year. That's unheard of. I don't know of a church in America. No, I I don't know of one single church in America. I know some that may baptize more, but I don't know anyone that does it seven days Mm -hmm. a week. But that's been seven days a week for over five years now consistently. In the rain, in the snow, Mm -hmm. whatever, people are coming to God. So a lot of the things that I learned in leadership was, yeah, it's been proven that it works. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and we've seen, you know, we've, we're debt free and we've got, uh, 48 acres of property on a prime real estate, give million dollars a year to missions and, and, uh, and thousands of people have, you know, are in ministries and serving and all over the world that watch us online. God really blessed us, but I believe that you got to stay within your gifting. And my gifting was leadership. I, I learned that as encouragement and leadership. And so when I stayed within my gifting, God was able to use that and to draw other people that wanted encouragement and wanted to grow in leadership. Yeah. And he, he drew those. Now we've got hundreds of leaders everywhere. But, yeah. but that, was the, that was how it started, from, from nothing. Which I, I say, if, if somebody had as little as I had to start with and can see so much that God has done, I'd say, man, I'd, I, you know, that, that's a story that, that to me uh, is impressive. Yeah. It, it encourages me. It humbles me. It makes me grateful to be a part of yeah. it. That's awesome. And now you're at the stage where all that's happening. You've the church has grown and you've grown leaders and, and you're getting to where, you know, you've done this for so long. You're starting to hear the stories. You're starting to hear the, yeah. the testimonies and the stories of it, of people coming up and approaching you and saying, look, I've been, whether it be coming to the church or listening to mm-hmm. BP leadership for a long time now. Right. And you've been training me on this leadership stuff. And now here are the results I've gotten from it, whether it be personally, professionally, in relationships or whatever yeah. it may be. What are some of your favorite stories you've heard people come up and tell you? Oh. I've had I've had people call me that said they got they're debt free and they're only like twenty five years of age and their house is paid for cars paid for it all they've just they've applied some of the principles we talked about finances mm-hmm. I've had many that have had great promotions or opportunities someplace that they'd say it was something that I learned that got me there one of the best stories I think I ever had was a uh, a lady who was a widow and she was left a large estate from her husband a, a large trust but she had a lot of greedy people trying to get their hands mm-hmm. on it. 
she was driving to another city to meet with a bunch of lawyers to go over the trust, and it involved a lot. And she said, I was so intimidated, didn't know what to do. She said, I remember the BP leadership lesson you had on confrontation. She said, I pulled over. I got it out of the back of my car. I put it in. She said, you had like nine things to do. She said, I got over there with a room full of attorneys and accountants. She said, Bill, I own the room. She said, all I do is go by the notes, but I literally own that room. She wow. said, when I got out, I got not only everything I wanted and more, but she said everybody in that room was just saying, ma'am, I know now why your husband was successful. He was married to you. Your husband did so well because of you. And she said, but that was the one message that turned me around and saved me. And I've had a lot of great stories like yeah. that of people that I'll meet that say, I'm here today because of some things I learned. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that guy that started the company and how it had like exploded the uh, payment company, oh, the yeah. payment service, how it exploded. Tell me that. Oh, that yeah. Just blows yeah. My Tim mind. Johnson, one of the yeah. one of the best guys. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better guy. Tim tells the story, what's hilarious about him, he says he's driving down the road, he's he's having to go make an hour and a half trip every day for work. And he's a he's a he's doing well in the corporate world. And he is always listening to my leadership stuff on the way. One day he pulled the car over, said he just decided it was time to to make the decision. And it was a particular uh lesson that he remembers the lesson and the exact <laughs> point where it was of the lesson. He said that was the game changer. He said, I decided then to make my decision. I'm going out on my own. Went out on his own immediately. I mean, within no time. Now, I wish it was happening by everybody. But within no time, he met, they made I mean, $50 million wow. in the business. Then they, they're on track to make 100 the next year. And it just <laughs> keeps exploding. Piedmont Services, uh, fantastic guy, Tim Johnson. But Tim tells everybody, he says, when I heard that point, I knew I needed to make a decision and I need to make it now. And he still carries wherever he goes. He carries. You know, he's he's been on the Forbes 400 fastest growing companies in America. He's done the Fox News business thing for uh, corporations. I mean, he's really making an impact. But he will he will come back and say that was the game changer for me. That's crazy. And we yeah. hear that stuff all the time. I get yeah. emails and phone calls weekly, daily, even sometimes yeah. of just people who are calling and saying, look, I don't want anything. I just want to let you know, thank you, because I've been listening to this stuff for X amount of months, or sometimes it's 10, 15 years I've been yeah. listening to this leadership material, and it has just made a huge difference yeah. on my life, and I am better because of it. And, yeah. and I, even me personally, yeah. I mean, I started listening to this stuff when I would, I'd uh -huh. come with my dad to hear you record these live uh -huh. when I was in middle school, yeah. and I'd get and so excited. I'm off of school. I don't yes. have school, so I can come listen to this lesson today at yeah. lunchtime. I remember that. And so I'd come listen to it and then he'd get the cds and for years he'd get the cds and he wouldn't listen to it because he mm -hmm. heard you record it right and so he would just pass it to me and i would that? listen to him wow. and then just the little stuff i would learn over the years and then when That's... i started working here what three years ago now mm -hmm. almost it is just like the things i learn on a on a regular basis the little yeah. things that you teach they are so simple but so effective right it's not this overcomplicated yeah. rocket science kind of thing that you're teaching it's just simple leadership principles but they yeah. are so effective yeah it, it just blows my mind the little things and how big of a difference they've made in my own personal life and i just i love seeing it happen in other people's lives as well yeah that, and that's and that's right Hunter. it's mm -hmm. it, you just take that little bit and walk in it you yeah. walk in the light you've given yeah. and you go a little further mm -hmm. and and it's really it, it, all of us need a coach. All of us need a mentor. Mm -hmm. All of us need somebody who's been a little bit further down the road. Learn from their experiences. You know, yeah. go to school on their shot. <laughs> and that's the, you know, you don't have to make all the mistakes yourself. Let some others make them and learn from them. Yeah. But the benefits to it is 
when you're younger, that's why I encourage people. I think at any age you can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the younger you are, I think the, the longer your runway is going to be. I think you can make a huge difference. So it's, it's for me, been the, one of the most fun things. I get to, I like, I like meeting people that, that they love it, that they get into it, that their eyes light up. They have that. Sometimes, you know, we do a live recording. We'll do one mm-hmm. today. And, uh, I remember about three months ago, there was a young college student sitting right there on the front row, and uh, and suddenly it, it was like a light came on, and that girl just was like, "That's the decision I need to make." And and from that point on, I've watched her career just continue to proceed and advance. And I'm saying, all she did was one day she said, "Hey, I got into that, and that's what I want to do." It clicked. Helps you to make better decisions, mm-hmm. build better relationships. Uh, it, and, and most of us, I didn't have it. I didn't have many people in my life that taught me right from wrong or what to do or how to make decisions. I didn't have that. So what's benefited me is being able to say what I've learned through that. By, I'm an avid reader, so I read a lot. And then I ask a gazillion questions when I'm with somebody. So mm-hmm. when I take that info, but I don't want to take it for me. I want to take it to share it. Yeah. And so it's kind of like the beggar that found some bread. He goes and gets all the other beggars <laughs> and says, hey, I found Come the food. On, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And it's something like you've said before, you know, as leaders, it doesn't matter how old you are, whether you've yeah. been a leader for 30, 40 years, or if you're yeah. like me, you're, you know, you're still young and you're still really yeah. getting into that phase of your life and you're really starting in your career and you're starting as a leader. And, and a lot of times it's easy to feel a whole lot of pressure. You, yeah. you, you kind of hinted on that a second ago. Yeah. You feel pressure to perform. You feel yeah. pressure to succeed. Right. Um, and, and it's almost like, you know, you've got a lot of eyes on you and sometimes you don't know what to do. You've never done this before. or Maybe you've done it for years and it hadn't really been successful. And you're like, OK, well, I've done this for a while and I, I, I still feel this pressure. This kind of stuff, having people to learn from and not everybody's, you know, at the opportunity where they have someone one on one that they can learn yeah. from like you have and like I have with you and with several other people in my life. That's why we do what we do, I, I believe, yeah. is because we give people that mentor that they may not have in yeah. their life. We give them those leadership principles, the stuff that you've learned through trial and error and through your right. mentors. You are now teaching other people. And so it kind of alleviates some of that pressure to always do it and always come up with the ideas and, and think of these great grand schemes and stuff. That's right. We're giving you the information. You just got to apply it, That's really. Right. That's it's it. It's, it's just the application. Yeah. You're dead on there, Hunter. Yeah. It's a, it's You can hear it all day or you can... Act on you know. In fact, I've always said I'd rather have three things that I could hear and act on than to have a thousand things I hear but don't do. Exactly. And so I think when we apply what we get, that's when we start making the traction. Mm-hmm. Then you want to get more. Exactly. But but the biggest thing is, and you mentioned that about the leadership deal. Everybody is a leader in some way. Mm-hmm. The first person you got to lead yourself. And by the way, that's the hardest one to lead. <laughs> I mean, I if I if I could. You know, there's certain things I don't like to do. I'd rather eat than work out, <laughs> and I have to exercise. I, yesterday, I went. I had to do that yesterday morning, and and again in, in the morning. I missed it today. I got to do it this afternoon, but but I don't like to look forward to that. But I know I have to. If you're going to last long enough, you got to do it. Yeah. But we're leading ourselves. I I don't have to. I'm not I'm not required. Nobody tells me I have to read books. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not my job description to do that. But I don't want to wing it. I want to read. I, and so I think that the leading yourself is the biggest thing. And if you're a parent or a single person, lead yourself first. That that way you can make traction. You can go places in the world. You don't have to be held back by anybody when you can lead yourself. 
Alright, well I'm so glad that you stay tuned for episode one of the BP Leadership Podcast. And that was also part one of my conversation with Bill. And in this one, you heard a lot of great stuff about the story of how BPL started and him starting at Cascade Hills 36 years ago and what it was to what it is now. Some great stuff. But in this next podcast, you get to hear even more. You get to hear a little bit about why BPL. And when I say that, I mean why BPL of all the other podcasts, of all the other subscription services and the leadership content and the, the guys and girls that are out there in this world teaching all this leadership information. Above all else, above all that other stuff, why BPL? Why is BPL the one that can and will benefit you and take you to that next level? And you're not hearing it from me. You're hearing it from the mouth of BP himself, Bill Purvis. He's going to tell you why BPL. So make sure you stay tuned for that, as well as you get to hear a little bit about what BP Leadership has done in the lives of some people who have followed it for several years and the impact and the difference it's made in their lives personally uh, and professionally in their relationships and all the above. So it's some great stuff. Make sure you stay tuned for part two by hitting the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You will hear me say this hundreds of thousands of times on this podcast. Make sure you subscribe so that you get notified whenever we release a new episode. So if you're on YouTube, hit subscribe as well as the bell so that you get notified. And if you're on any podcast platform. We're on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe to this podcast so that you get those notifications as well. We'll get ready. Part two's coming next week. We'll see y'all then. And remember that this is where real leaders are made.